Before we start this podcast today, we'd just like to pay our respects and acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, to their elders past and present, on the lands of which we are recording our Bitchfest podcast today. Enjoy the episode. Today it's just me, Liv, as Estelle and Amy are still in Melbourne, but I've brought on, I'm gonna, not going to say special guest, am I? Just a guest? Professional. Professional in the area that we're talking about. It is my little sister Antonia. Do you want to say hi? Your Honor, I'm a Gleek. <laughs> and today, <laughs> I've brought her on because today we're going to be speaking about what the cult the cult phenomenon the problem the disease that is okay i want to preface by saying liv's hating right now but she's a major gleek she's a closeted gleek and she spent the last week re-watching glee yeah that is that's all true so antonia and i obviously growing up in the same household became what clinically obsessed with glee when we were in primary school Mm -hmm. came out in 2009 i'm sure if you're listening to this episode now you've probably seen it so we don't really need to talk about what the show's about you know it you know what it's about even if you don't know it, you know it yeah um but yeah came out in 2009 i was just at the end of primary school what year were you year three year three a formative time i remember it was a bit of drama at school who was allowed to watch glee and who wasn't allowed to watch glee and it was on Channel 10, I yeah, remember. easily accessible. Mm, bit of fun. So I brought Antonia on today because I've, I sort of tapped out around season four. However, you've seen every episode. Yes, with my father. What, Timmy's seen every episode? Yeah, he used to make sure that we'd watch the new episode every week. Terrific. Great work. Um, so we thought... We'd mainly talk about the first three seasons in terms of what we're referring to. Yes, but, if, but four, five, and six are pivotal. Well, yeah, if we need to dip into that sort of information, then yes. we have your counsel here. It's very to... important that people know Phineas, Billy Eilish's brother, was also on Glee. Really? Season six. Shit character. Uh, Shit enough. characters in season six. Uh, well, yeah. Marley, dare I say more. That's four, but oh, never mind. Okay. <laughs> And we also thought it sort of have like come back into the cultural Realm. zeitgeist at the moment, largely mm-hmm. through TikTok and the yes. public cancelling of Matthew Morrison, aka Mr. Shoe. They know. They know. They know. They know. So we thought because Estelle, Amy, and I spoke in previous episodes about different TV shows that we watched when we were younger that we're now going back and watching with a different eye we spoke on i think it was episode two or three about gossip girl and skins and how they were sort of problematic for teenagers growing up is glee in the same realm i would like to say a few things okay on this topic so it came out in 2009 okay there's a difference between gossip girl and skins in the fact that glee came out as their aim was to kind of change the space right so they for the first time we had all these minority groups in 
a TV show that we hadn't had before. Yeah. Gossip Girl, all white. Gossip Girl, not even All trying. skinny. Not even trying. They're not, they're yeah. not, they're not giving us anything. Yeah. But Ryan Murphy's aim was, look, I'm not a big Ryan Murphy fan. Also created American Horror Story, which I Yes, and Nick Tuck and Scream Queens. Scream Queens was shit. Okay, let's face the facts, it was. <laughs> but he still created it. Okay. Anyways. He's um, a big producer. He's major producer and director. Yeah. Um, but he came up with Glee and for the first time had all these different minority groups in it and gave them more complex three-dimensional storylines. Did he? Were they complex? Anyway, whatever. Go on. Well, I think it's interesting because he had all these like stereotypes in it. Yeah. But he kind of subverted a lot of them. What I think was pivotal about Glee at that time was that there was all these storylines about, you know, teen pregnancy, um, gay kids coming out to their parents, all this sort of stuff that we as kids weren't really seeing on TV at the time in teenage children's programs, right? Mm -hmm. But now that I think when we look back on it with, like, these 2021 perspectives, we're kind of like, oh, you know... If the show had started now, you wouldn't handle this storyline in this way. Yeah. You wouldn't represent this character in this way. So there are parts of it where I'm like, well, can we really cancel it when, you know, the conversation in all these areas has changed, changed. and evolved so much that it's kind of unfair. Yeah. In saying that, there's also all this stuff that we, and mainly you, have found out and done some digging on behind the scenes that were going on that are definitely cancelable It came out 12 years ago now. Yeah. And I know you disagree with this, but you can ask Ryan Murphy, you can give him a call. (laughs) Season one was meant to be satire. Okay. It is meant to be satire. Doesn't matter, but it was. Okay. Does their intention matter there? I'm not sure. Okay, well, for the time, it was very progressive and it was wild. They were so big. Yeah, it was huge. And it took off. And it was also all these people, I mean, a number, not great at acting, let's be real. But it did just sort of launch their careers in this way of, like, so many of them, it's like, where are you now? What are you doing? Well, look, I know where they are now. Right. Yes, they had a very big quick up. Yeah. And then not and much. And crash. Yeah, not or much death. going on afterwards. So that sort of brings us to the next topic and something that's really been surging on TikTok as well about the sort of where are the Glee cast now and what is this Glee curse that has emerged and doesn't involve Matthew Morrison okay Mr. Shoot Antonio would you like to explain the deaths of one Corey Monteith mm-hmm. one Matt Sailing, one Naya Rivera okay Mark Sailing. Mark Sailing. <laughs> disrespectful rest in peace <laughs> Angel, devil, angel. Wait, what was the thing? Angel crying, angel. So first we have the death of Mr. Cory Monteith. I don't know if you remember where we were when we... Byron Bay. Byron Bay, yeah. Yeah, Mel and Mitchell's house. <laughs> and I remember coming upstairs and Liv saying to me, Finn's died. And I was like, in the show, like, spoiler? And she's like, what no. What year was this, may I ask? 2013, I believe. Right, that makes sense. No, it wasn't earlier. No, because it started in 2009... He died mid-season five. That sounds about right. Okay, go on. So I came upstairs and Lou says, Finn's died. And I said, 
in the show. Like, I can't handle that. No, Cory Monteith died. And I said, no, he didn't. Yes, he did. I was in denial. I thought somebody had spiked his drink for a while. Oh, as in you didn't believe that he overdosed. purposely overdosed? He didn't purposely overdose. You didn't believe that he had a drug problem or something? Yeah. I was like, no, he didn't. That's not my fin. <laughs> Hashtag not my fin. So he'd just been Rachel, I mean, Lee Michelle, and we're not talking about her right now. <laughs> Lee Michelle and Corey Monteith were engaged at this point. Her and his mother had just had an intervention and he'd just been to rehab. Mm-hmm. He's, I think, a month out of rehab at this point and he goes on a trip. We're not going to talk about the last words he said to Leah Michelle before he left. And he overdoses in Canada, I believe it was. On heroin? Heroin and alcohol. Interesting. Oh, Corey. R.I.P. So he was the first one to leave us. Yes, and that was really heartbreaking. I'm sure you've all watched the quarterback episode. Yeah, I think we all have. Incredible. A lot of real acting in that. I don't know if you know about If I Die Young, that scene. That That scene was not scripted. Do you know that? She didn't. It wasn't scripted. Her running out and like yelling and stuff. Wow, that's just raw emotion. It's raw emotion. Yes. Should we talk about Bird and Carol in that episode? Oh, okay. So if you don't know, Bird and Carol were the characters who played Finn's mum and and Kurt's Kurt's dad, dad who get married. Bird is also our dad. Shout out Tim Kaplan. (laughs) Dad's favorite character is Bird. Yeah, Bird is king, and that scene with Carol going into Finn's bedroom. I can't. Goosebumps. Goosebumps. I'm actually tearing up just thinking. It's actually it. really sad. It's so much. Anyway, I need to rewatch that episode. We but can also, rewatch it afterwards. Is, is that a harmful thing to do to myself? Probably. It's self-harm. It's self-harm. Um, so, anyway, he dies. That's completely written into the show. Yes. But then, after the show ends, there's a yes. few more deaths. So, Mark Sailing died. Who is Mark Sailing? Mark Sailing plays Puck on the show. My childhood crush. He yes. was always my favourite. Well, he would have been into you as well because <laughs> he got charged with 40 counts of child pornography. 40? Maybe more. And before he went into jail, he killed himself. Yeah. And Matthew Morrison. <laughs> okay, there's a thing you need to know about Matthew Morrison if you're coming in to hear fresh fresh-eyed what's the term and that's a state i'd love to be in to be (laughs) honest i would love to not know what i know about this man (laughs) he posted when mark died oh matthew (laughs) he means so well i think arrest him he posted a photo where clearly he posted it because he looked hot in it we all know it's a photo of him Corey monteith and mark sailing in suits so he's in the middle Corey and mark are on either side of him just the simple caption of angel, sad face, angel. And we will we'll post this on the Bitchfest Instagram so all, you know, all clues are <laughs> given to the public because this man needs to be arrested. So that's Mark's death. Also, Naya Rivera, who comes up later. Mm. In her tell-all book, sorry, not sorry. Which you bought. I've read it. Uh, <laughs> her and Mark used to date. And she tells this really good anecdote. Oh, Naya Rivera is Santana for the listeners at home. <laughs> As if you don't know. Yeah. Um, Some people don't. Yeah. Weirdos. <laughs> so they used to date and she writes about him in the book. 
later she says in interviews like she always felt something dark about Mark. They dated and he, I think, I don't know if he cheated on her, some messy breakup. Mm. She ruined his car. Queen. Queen, put dog shit all over it. And then there was a paparazzi photo. And Mark covered for her. Oh, that's nice. Heartwarming story about Mark. Um, (laughs) This is during them filming the show. Yes. Wow. Yes. That's the thing. There was so many people who were actually dating within the show and then shit got messy. AKA Marley. And Ryder. And Ryder. Ryder. But uh, honestly, I hate those two characters. We don't need to talk about them. Yeah, I don't care. And then Naya Rivera. Which is the most recent death. The most death. recent death. There's a lot to talk about this. Um, first of all, the day before she died. If you don't know, she drowned in Lake in Peru, I want to say. No, it was in the, the States. Definitely in the States. Okay, yes. You're right. Why it's in the States. Why Peru? <laughs> it felt right. Okay. Um, anyway, she drowned. And the day before... So she was just her and her son, Josie. On Sorry, the boat. Josie's also Josie's also best friends with Heather Morris, Brittany's son. Anyways, it's not important right now. So the day before she drowned, she posted a photo with her and Josie with the caption. No, it was from a Eminem song, which is about a mother getting drowned in a lake oh, by God. her ex-husband because of custody reasons. Um, Why does this feel relevant? So anyway, that happened, and then she was found. Her body was found. So she drowned, and her son was found on the boat floating by himself. What had happened is they were swimming without life jackets. Sorry, Josie had a life jacket. Naya didn't. And the boat was getting away from them. And with her last breath, she put Josie onto the boat, and then she drowned. But do we know this for sure? Yes. Okay. And her body was found on the fifth anniversary of Corey Monteith's death. Creepy. Did Matthew have something to do with it? Yeah, well, that's what I was about to say. Or what, Ryan. What I think we need to know is where Matthew Morrison was at this time. Does he have an alibi? I know where he was at this time. Posting a photo of Naya Rivera with the caption, saying a little prayer for you. <laughs> Which, we again, we'll link in the show notes. But that was one of her famous first songs on Glee. The first song when she was still an extra on Glee. Matthew, I don't think this is appropriate right now. And may I suggest that he either gets a PR person or just deletes Instagram? Because it seems like he's a bit insensitive when it comes to people dying and him bringing it back to Glee. (laughs) It's not about you. We're not in the Glee club anymore. the thing is, I feel like his intentions are so pure. No, you don't think so? I just think he needs to be locked up. Okay, so I think we just need to go straight into Matthew Morrison. Okay. Because there's obviously a number of charges. And there is simply but one person to blame. The alcoholic teen vomit fetishist, Will Schuster. There's a lot to say. And we've spoken about this before in terms of it resurging on TikTok. Now if people post Mm -hmm. something about him on TikTok, they will have trigger warning Matthew Morrison. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or I don't know if you've seen the You Just Got Schustered on TikTok. Have you seen no, that? I haven't seen that? It'll be like, oh, here's how to make mashed potato. And then it cuts to a photo, a video of him dancing. And it's like, you just got schustered. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a lot of things. And I think, you know, for the sake of Matthew Morrison, it's important to separate himself and his character of William Schuster. They're the same person. Both problematic. They're both I the mean, same they're person. both problematic. 
But should we talk about Mr. Shu first? Yes. Yeah, so Mr. Shu, here's some of the things. Spanish teacher, glee club teacher, inventor of hip hop, <laughs> inventor of rapping. Inventor of inappropriate dance moves within the glee club and also owning way too many vests. <laughs> Inventor? Who says he has an addiction to vests? Sue, so, I think so. No, I think um, Santana says it. Right. Also, inventor of only having friends from McKinley High School. Why is your best man... Like, okay, let's just like get straight into it. Why is your the best man at your wedding a 17-year-old from glee club? Um, Do you not have any other friends? And why are the only people at his wedding from the Glee Club? It's so concerning. And why did he make Carol and Bert's wedding about himself? What do you mean? When was that? I mean, I remember Bert, the wedding. Oh, iconic wedding. When he sings Sway as their first dance. Oh, okay, he thought he was Michael Bublé in that moment. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And I think, among other... Th- There's just so many questions when it comes to this man. Mm. But why is every single love interest in the whole show a teacher from William McKinley High? Does he not... I mean, do we need to download Tinder, Hinge, something on his phone so that he can go for He's probably banned. (laughs) Um, You're wrong, actually, about that. April isn't a teacher at the school. However, she used to go to the school. Yeah, exactly. Terry used to go to the school. Yeah. Holly Holiday substituted at the school. Gwyneth Paltrow. So what does it seem like Gwyneth Paltrow came in to teach the kids about sex education? But then's giving women UTIs. And thrush. And thrush. <laughs> I mean, that was before goop. She could have learned something. Anyways, <laughs> um, Emma Pillsbury, guidance counsellor. Oh, what an annoying Sue Sylvester, character. teacher at the school. Yeah. Beast, Oh my teacher God. at the school. No one is safe. Literally <laughs> all the female teachers at the school have had some sort of romantic dalliance with William Schuster. Leave them alone. Rachel Berry. Uh, well, not in the show, but... Do you not remember Crush? Oh, yeah, she had a crush on him. But they did date in real life. Creepy. Straight up creepy. Mm. Mm, kind and of a good then, couple. Okay, to to wrap this up, would you like to tell the people about the interview that Matthew Morrison, the actor, had when he was asked <laughs> if there was anything that you were doing that wasn't musical, what would your profession likely be? And what did he say, Antonio? I thought he was going to say teacher. No, he had something different in store. Straight face, no hesitation. He says, I'd be a gynecologist. Cancel this man. Why did he not skip a beat when he <laughs> answered that? Why did he fight for people's right to twerk on a certain episode? And Sue very rightly said, we shouldn't have twerking in the Glee Club. And he said, no, 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 let's do Blurred Lines. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Mm, same episode. Oh, God, he's creepy. I am going to expose you for the fraud that you have become. Bring it on, William. I am reasonably confident that you will be adding revenge to the long list of things you're no good at. Right next to being married, don't. Running a high school glee club, and finding a hairstyle that doesn't make you look like a lesbian. Anyway, let's move on because 
this could be a whole episode in itself about Matthew Morrison because there are so mm. many charges. However, we have to we have to move on now. This is actually a bit of a touchy topic for Antonia. Not so much for me because I've always hated her. Antonia, long time stan of Leah Michelle, aka she was... Rachel Berry. Would you like to explain? I that? would like to say, okay. Don't start to defend her yet because we'll get into that. I'm later. not going to defend her on the podcast. I would like to say that Rachel Berry was pivotal in my world. And I know it sounds dumb. I know that... She sucked. No, I think she taught people about ambition. Oh, come on. I think she was actually great because she knew what she wanted. And she wasn't going to let anyone get in the way of that. Are you trying to spin this into some feminist narrative? I'm, I'm not, not talking. I'm not talking about Leah Michelle here. I'm talking about Rachel Berry. She's so annoying. She's okay, but like, who cares? Don't she's like awesome. Don't like. She's an incredible singer. You can't. I'm say not that. saying that she's not talented. I'm saying I don't like it. I don't like to hear it. Every time that there's a Rachel Berry song, I skip it. Okay, well, there's a reason you're not on Broadway, isn't there? Well, yeah. It's not for me. Yeah, it's not Obviously. for you, but her voice is for Broadway. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, but then let's go into She Lee was first Michelle. in Broadway when she was eight years old. I don't care. You she's may not annoying. care, but she's still got a good voice. Yeah, yeah, agree. And yes, she's a shit person. Let's face the facts. Okay? Leah Michelle? Yes, Leah yeah. Michelle. As much as it pains me to say it. Antonia, yes. you. Okay, so just to clarify for the people at home, not only were you obsessed with Leah Michelle, mm-hmm. followed her on Instagram, bought her book, bought her book, <laughs> bought her album. I didn't buy her album. You, you listened to it. Oh, Cannibal really slaps. It's okay. about there Corey Monteith. There were terrible songs on that. Just her wailing, pretty much. Hey, it's about Corey's death. I don't care what it's about. It was an awful album. But you loved her, right? Loved her. She's my... What's the word? Idol? Most influential person in my life when I was younger. That's a terrifying concept. But last year, when the Black Lives Matter... Mm-hmm. movement was really kicking off someone got cancelled and it was very hard for me to take in it was Lee Michelle and what did she do Antonia what did she say to that well firstly Heather what's her name Heather. no she was after F- wrong okay. first of all Naya in her tell all book sorry not sorry again plug Rest in peace. well the proceeds go to Josie Rivera Rest in peace. um Josie's alive <laughs> 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 in her book she talks about how her and Leah Michelle didn't get on on set and Ryan Murphy actually wrote that into the storyline in season it's either four or five it's probably five when they say be okay he wrote into the storyline them feuding because they were actually feuding on set he just he sees something and he taps into it. Another thing that they wrote into the storyline is Tina having a thing for gay guys because Jenna Ashkowitz, the person who plays Tina, plays Tina had dated multiple gay guys. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Anyways, so Naya first came out saying she was unpleasant to work on on set. I mean, I think we all thought that, didn't we? Yes, we all kind of knew it because you're, she's you're also- in denial about it. Very much so. She's also best friends with Ryan Murphy, who was problematic specifically towards Diana Agron. But Diana and Leah are friends. Right. Diana yeah. has come out and defended her, which is a bit awkward. Bit of a 
career sabotage. Nice. So that happened. Everyone kind of brushed over it. And then last year when Leah Michelle posted about Black Lives Matter supporting the movement, her co-star... <laughs> Why does this seem insincere? I think her name's Samantha Ware. Her last name's definitely Ware, who was in season six. Came... Who is an African-American person. Yes. She came out and said that this is a bit hypocritical. You made my time on set a living hell. And said that Leah Michelle threatened to shit in her wig. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah, you can say that. We can bring it down. Yes. So she said that. <laughs> and then Heather Morris came out and said, was she unpleasant to work with? Absolutely. And that they should have gone to HR at Fox about it because she was bullying yes. people on set. But people were scared because obviously she's best friends with Ryan Murphy. And she was getting paid the most. Yeah, so yes. she's, yeah. I mean, was I surprised? No. I don't think was I a little was. bit happy that I could gloat about being correct about her the whole time? Nobody yeah. likes Leah Michelle. Oh, well, you did. Yes. <laughs> but I'm a theatre queen. <laughs> Rachel Berry is the most horrible human being on the planet. So, Fat Bottom Girls was requested to speak about because it's just a great instance of things being problematic on the show. But they reference it being problematic on the show. He sings it and everyone's like, why are you singing this? Yeah, I think you're right, actually. I'm very right. <laughs> Lauren Zeiss is like, what the heck? That's why he makes the song Big Ass Heart. Also kind of problematic. But it's Puck. <laughs> he was always problematic. His character was being problematic. Yeah, I guess that's right. And they're also like reflecting on the show as well, especially a lot of Sue's lines were like borderline there was they were always borderlining like being racist or being yeah they were self-aware they, at that point yeah but it's it was kind of like i feel like you couldn't make those jokes now whereas back in the no. day her whole character was being not pc and being a bully yes. but it was really funny yes because so, it was so obviously you're not meant to be doing this yeah Oh, I will bring it, William. You know what else I'm going to bring? I'm going to bring some Asian cookery to rub your head with. Because right now you got enough product in your hair to season a walk. Um, but yeah, that's sort of it in terms of the problematic stuff that we have to say about Glee. If There's a lot have, more. Of course there's more. If you have more specific instances, please send them in and we'll put them on the Bitchfest Instagram page. We'll also be providing a lot of content. There's a lot. There's there's a lot to say. And Matthew Morrison, the TikTok just blows up. I would also like to point out the reason that Glee was so big mm. is because they closely aligned it with the music that was coming out at the time. Yeah. And a lot of the songs that they put out on Glee surpassed the records for the actual songs themselves. Really? They were constantly on the top charts. I mean, I did have... Don't we... Stop Believing. Oh, that was terrible. But there were some really good covers. And we had so many of the albums. We had all of them. No, we didn't have all of them. Not from the new seasons. Oh, yeah, well... First three seasons, we had them all, for sure. Yeah. Okay. I didn't even know this was going on. Well, of course you didn't, William. You wouldn't know if your glee club was using your office to breed rabbits for pets or for food. And you know why? You're too busy chasing tail and loading your hair with enormous amounts of product. I mean, today it just looks like you put lard in it. To close up the show and something a bit more fun, Antonio and I thought that we would 
read out some new songs as Glee's obviously no longer continuing. When did they finish? I had six seasons, so probably like 2015, I want to say. Right. I would also like to say, this isn't our idea. People on Reddit and I think TikTok have been constantly doing these what would happen if Glee was around today and this song came out? Who what, would perform? Who would perform, but what would the context be? So we thought we'd do one of our own. Okay, and just for the record, Antonia has written these and I haven't looked at them before. So we'll see what happens. An so. example, can I say my example? Yeah. <laughs> my example is if it Glee was around today and WAP had just come out. By Cardi by B. Cardi B and Megan the Megan Stallion. Stallion. Yeah. Um, Mr. Schuster would sing it, obviously. <laughs> As, and the context is, he's leaving the Glee Club because he apparently always did that. He was leaving the Glee Club because he wanted to pursue his dream of being a gynecologist. So he sings WAP. That's incredible. That is incredible. Okay, let's get into it. You go first. So am I doing it with the original cast? Because you know I don't Don't bother one. with the season four. Thank you, next. Ooh. I feel like... Okay, well, you know I don't like Ariana Grande, so that's that's a whole other issue in itself. Something Canceled. small and annoying. Also, Ariana Grande does a lot of borderline blackface, so it would have to be someone that was doing a bit of that. I like so Ariana I'm gonna, Grande. I'm going to say Rachel, because she's problematic and she's small and she's What's annoying. What's the context? Why is she thank oh, you next? Probably she broke up with Finn or something and then she got with Puck and she's like, thank you, next. I think it has more Quinn energy about it. Because she does the Then We Can Say Goodbye Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, you've spelled license wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. See, this is definitely a Rachel number. Yeah. Definitely. It's a belter. She's crying in it. It's definitely a Rachel. She'd also be late to get her driver's license, I feel. Because her dads would drive her around everywhere. Yeah. All too well, 10 minute version. Okay, this is topical. You know what we didn't touch on? The fact that they sung Mine on Glee and it was written about Corey Monteith. So, for context, Mine. Taylor Swift. Song by Taylor Swift. That she wrote about Corey Monteith. See, I didn't know this until you told me this yesterday. I didn't even know that they did. They had a fling. After she'd just broken up with someone. Yeah. Well, and she wasn't ready for a relationship, but she was shocked about how lovely and kind Corey was. I just can't believe that, because that song is an emotional whirlwind. You okay. don't write that about a one-night stand. No, but she was saying he wanted it to be more, but she wasn't ready to be in a relationship yet. I mean, can you imagine he's, like, leaving the house, just like, see ya, gotta get the train home, and she's like... Just with it, just strumming, just making well, the that one, song. And I remember that fight 2.30am. Everything was slipping right out of my hands. <laughs> I ran out cry- crying and you followed me out into the street, braced myself for a goodbye because it's all I've ever known. Okay, that's that's a bit dramatic for a one night stand. Then you took me, no, not a one night stand, a fling. Yeah, then you know. took me by surprise. Okay, 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 we don't need to hear every single lyric. Said I'd never leave you alone. <laughs> no, um, anyway. I mean, we've got, yeah, we've got that a bit of All too well, 10 minute version. Who's singing it? What's the context? Uh, I don't know. May, but maybe like a Britney and a Santana. Santana. Mm. Because they 
you know, they're already always on again, off again. I think kind of Quinn and Puck. No, because they were never in love. They were. They end up together. Do they? Yes. I can't keep up with who's. Who's with who? Okay, next And obviously because the scarf is a metaphor for virginity (laughs) and Puck took her virginity. Oh, true. That's, That's a good point. Look at this one. Oh, I already know who does that. Old Town Road, obviously Beast and Mr. Schuster when they go to... And get drunk. Yes. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay, great. Next. Okay. Bad guy, Billie Eilish. Uh, I feel like... Okay, I feel like Mike Chang is dancing in it. Oh, he's always dancing. And... Artie. Artie wheeling around. Yeah. Straight Or possibly... The Justin Bieber Experience group. Oh, fantastic episode. And I've got it. Puck is singing it because he's like, everyone thinks I'm a bad guy. Yeah, true. Okay, the last one. Oh, I don't give a shit. Hamilton. <laughs> I mean, I feel like this would, this you know this would be a boring number where it's like no. Rachel and, uh, not Finn, Kurt wailing some Broadway song. Okay, first of all, Hamilton is mainly rapping. So, Mr. Schuster would take over (laughs) and wrap it. It's okay, Rachel. I guess I'm going to have to show these guys how it's done. (laughs) Busted. So, that's it for our episode on Glee. Obviously, Antonio's a bit fired up. Uh, Well, some emotions have been. been We didn't even talk about the fact that we sung Marry You at our parents' wedding. Well, the people don't need to know okay uh so <laughs> because they did it in glee yeah well what's that coming yeah. but thank you so much for listening to this a bit more of a silly episode of bitch fest barely scratch the surface if there are other tv shows that you want us to analyze or that you think maybe need a second glance i know we the girls and i have spoken a bit about doing one about sex in the city uh mm. please let us know and leave it in the comments. We would love to hear your thoughts. Also, if you have any further thoughts on who needs to be cancelled from Glee, please let us know. And subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Say bye, probably. Bye. Here's a tale for all the fellas Trying to do what those ladies tell us Get shot down cause you're overzealous Play hard to get females, get jealous Okay smarty, go to a party Girls are scantily clad and showing body A chick walks by and you wish you can sex her But you're standing on the wall like you was Poindexter Movie showing, so you're going Could care less about the five you're blowing Feet her gets dark just to start the show And then you spot a fine woman sitting in your row She's dressed in yellow, she says hello Come sit next to me, you fine fellow You run over there without a second to lose and what comes next? Hey, boss.